Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey everyone, you're listening to Liaison Radio on the Talk Show Network at TalkShow.com. Call ID 114-689. I'm your host, Christy, and I'm, of course, joined by Celia, my co-host. Hello, everyone. Good evening. So I tweeted earlier uh, a poll of when you guys wanted me to start. I'm sorry I couldn't meet the goal of starting at 8 p.m. I was just telling Celia off air that I had a meeting, unfortunately, at church that went until 8 o'clock. Come on, y'all. I want to get on here. Like, I got stuff to do. I want to go home, have a drink, and talk about liaison. So, get up, please go. (laughs) Like, I literally just wanted to walk out and leave. Like, I love my church people, but it's like, okay, like, this is going on two hours now. Like, like, let's go. So, um, yes. I got home as soon as I could. And uh, um, so, I set up the show where I selected the United States number first and then the Canada number, but for some reason I think it might pop up with Canada number first. I'm not sure how you guys are going to get it on your end, but I did tweet out both numbers for Canada and the United States. I'm going to avoid the Australia one because I don't think anyone from Australia calls in, although I know one girl, one fan from Australia, but I don't know if she would even call into the show. But anyway, I just wanted to make it available to those of you in the United States and Canada who probably would be the ones calling in from those countries. Obviously, those are the primary countries with the United States being number one. So the Midwest number, it's a Midwest number. It's 605-522-0444, which I tweeted and I Facebooked. And I even last minute posted on the Night Gathering, which I hope will really appreciate because I totally did this all last minute. So that's all posted and the info's on there. So hopefully everyone has the numbers that they need to call in. And uh, yeah, but it's on my Twitter, it's on my Facebook, it's on the Liaison Radio Facebook page. So everything should be good. And yeah, we're going to celebrate 20 years of Liaison, which I was even thinking about this for the last couple of years. I'm like, okay, it's been 18 years. now, not it's been 19 years. And it's like 20 years. And I did not expect Frank to approve two days in a row of liaison scenes. I'm like, was he off duty for the week that they decided to write that in? Like, how did right. he approve that? Like, how did that pass by him? I mean, did they forget that they do share a child? Them. No, I think it's been so long since we had liaison scenes for a while that, like, people did forget they shared a child and they share so much history. People either forget or they just, like, tune it out, you know, because they want to believe what they want to believe. But we know Jason and Elizabeth have 20 years of history, and the fact that, like, Frank let two days of scenes happen 
Paul tweeted about it, which I'm sure was more of a PR move for GH than anything. But regardless, I was like, the dude tweeted that they had scenes today. So I, I was like, a whole episode of scenes, too. Like, the first day was a complete day of scenes with them. And Jason came to Elizabeth's house. Not the other way around. She wasn't chasing him, y'all. Like, he came to her and said, hey, is Jake here? She's like, no, he's not. And she's like, do you want to stay away from him anyway? He was like, sure. And he actually hung out with Elizabeth and had conversations and then offered to do her laundry and help her with errands and stuff around the house. And I'm going, who is this? We haven't seen this Jason. Who is this like, Jason person? Like, this is interesting. Like, I, I, I can write samples about this, this stuff. Like, this is really interesting to me because they have not let Jason be like this with Elizabeth in, like, a very long time. Like, honestly, it was really strictly about, like, kid, and I don't like Franco. Like, I don't want Franco. Like, no, we're not going to agree about Franco. And I honestly thought all they were going to talk about was Franco, which, of course, they did talk about Franco, but it's but at least it alluded to, like, the history they have. And, like, he offered to help her, which is, like, a really big deal. And he told her, like, I don't want to see you in pain. I don't want to see you in Like, that's kind of a big deal. Like, just the fact that they're in the same room, just them two sharing scenes, and nobody else is around for a whole day, a whole episode. I don't really think that's happened for, like, 10 years. I, I mean, it feels like it's been, like, 10 years. Like, since they've actually a really good scene like that. And, I mean, people are coming out of the woodwork on Twitter, like, I'm here for it, I'm a liaison fan, I'm a liaison fan. Like, like okay, okay. I, I mean, I'm excited. I don't know how you feel, Celia, but I'm really excited. I am, too, because, you know, the last couple times that they've had scenes together, it's always been about Franco. So I like that. You know, it wasn't about Franco, and it was actually about their friendship, you know. And I was like, where did this Jason come from? This is strange. Right, which is why I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, like, Frank proved this? This Right. (laughs) I am just like... I'm floored, honestly, because I've come to the point where I have no expectations. I've said this on Twitter. I have no expectations when it comes to Jason and the Either we get them or we don't. And when we do get them, it's usually about Franco. So I don't expect anything. I don't expect a hug. I don't expect mm-hmm. them to actually talk to each other about their feelings. I don't expect anything. I really don't. So when we do get little bits and pieces like that of the old Jason and Elizabeth that we remember, it's like, Oh my God! It's like it's a miracle. It's like a Christmas miracle has come early, and it's amazing. And I'm I'm just super like excited and pumped, and I'm inspired, and I already have like a song picked out for my next Jason Elizabeth video, and I'm like I even have a fanfic idea rolling around in my head because so I'm like you know this whole like Drew Franco situation he could just like roll out real easy because I I can make that him roll out, like, real quick. Like, Elizabeth needs to get over him. She don't need him no more. Like, this is kind of, this storyline, I feel like it's a perfect excuse for Franco to exit stage left out of Elizabeth's life. Mm -hmm. And as hard as it may be for her and the boys, like, she 
she'd get over it. She would get over it. She's strong. She's an overcomer. She can do this. Like, she don't need Franco in her life. And y'all know, like, we are kind of a anti-frizz show. So those of you who may be listening and are like, well, I like Franco and Liz. That's fine. But, like, like, I feel like true Jason and Elizabeth fans never jump ship. They never jumped on the frizz train. Because for a minute, I tried, and I liked their friendship, but beyond that, I didn't get into them. And so I feel like if you're a true Jason and Liz fan, like, you will ride or die for them. Like, you know their history inside and out. Like, you're not just going to, like, accept her with any guy who makes her like crap and lies to her all the time. Right. Exactly. I don't, I don't understand how people, like, just give Franco excuse after excuse and excuse after. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> like, there's there will be so much forgiveness a guy can get. Like, like, I feel like Elizabeth should have been like, oh, you lied to me way too many times. I can't trust you. We're done. And I expected her to do that a few times in the beginning when he kept lying to her, but then he kept just lying. I was like, okay. Like, she's, you know... She's got the Franco cheerleading outfit on. Like, she's just stuck in it. We're just going to have to deal with it, whatever. And then mm-hmm. he was on scenes this past week, and I was like, she's still in the cheerleading outfit, but she's depressed in the cheerleading outfit because of the situation. But I'm just like, just the fact that they let her have scenes with Jason in her house. I don't even care that it was primarily about Jake. Like, that's a miracle to me as a liaison fan. Exactly. Through thick and thin, up and down, and all around. You know? I mean, they've been through a lot. I would almost say Jason and Elizabeth, not, they don't have as much history as Jason and Carly, because Jason and Carly go further back than Jason and Liz. So I feel like Carly was I mean, uh, Jason's first BFF. Mm-hmm. Right? Like from 95 or 96 Six. they started messing around. 96. Uh-huh. Yeah. They met right after his accident. Yeah. He got in the accident in January. She came into Port Charles in April and they met in May. I believe, I think it was around Mother's Day when they met. So that's when they, you know, had scenes together. Yeah. And there's just, it's funny because with Jason and Carly, like, Jason will not let Carly talk crap about Elizabeth. Like, that is Mm -hmm. not allowed. (laughs) He puts her in her place in a hot second. And I love that. Uh, just about, like, their friendship, because they, Jason and Carly, of course, have, like, in a, more of a history, too, like, 24, 23, 24, 23 years, 23. So he can tell her and put her in her place about Elizabeth, because it's, it's, it's just about Elizabeth. Like, if you mess with Elizabeth, Jason will come after you. Mm-hmm. He will come after you. Like, even if he has not been with this woman in years and is just concerned about her and her children, he will come after you because that is the mother of his child. Uh-huh. And I really feel like people just do that. 
and I'm just glad that they kind of brought that back to the surface and that Jason is willing to help her out even in those small ways of I'll do your laundry, I'll do this, I'll do that. And I'm just like, wow, Jason is domesticated. Okay, like I could go for this, like a little domesticated Jason, you know, husband or whatever. And I have to say I love the line where I think Elizabeth was like, yeah, you know, Franco disappearing would be your dream come true, wouldn't it? Isn't it funny? And I'm like, yeah, can we make that dream come true? Can we make his dream come true? Because I would like to see that happen. <laughs> I love Elizabeth, but she has put up with way too much of Franco's crap to <laughs> keep doing that. Like, girl does not even know what's good enough for her. Jesus, <laughs> let her become a doormat. She's not really the same person. Like, I want to see that little psyche Elizabeth back. Like, she's just let herself, like, lay it all down for Franco and just accept anything. And now she's all like, well, I'm going to fight for Franco. I'm going to get his memory back. And it's like, even if that does end up happening down the line, like, she has been through so much with him that I'm just like, I can't believe. I mean, I, I it, character-wise, it's, like, unbelievable that she would put up with it for this long. But writer-wise, like, I realize that that's where she's been ridden into a corner. That's where she's been put. And for I about can't do anything to control that. Yes, for, like, three years. And I wish they would just get her out of that funk. Because I feel like after three or four years of a couple being together, like, they've had their they're run, like they're done. Mm-hmm. And with Franco and Elizabeth, like I'm kind of like, as much as I maybe didn't like it, but at this point I'm kind of like, I have a difference towards it. That Franco and Elizabeth got married, I was like, whatever, I knew that was coming, like eventually we were going to have to get them married. But, it, but it, that's like the beginning of the end in the soap world. Like once you get married, yeah. that's kind of usually the beginning of the end, even if it doesn't happen for like a year, right? Like that's, that's the beginning of the end. So I'm like, okay, like maybe the end is finally coming for them because I, like, how much more happiness can you give them? Like, so I know that's why they're shaking them up now with the whole Drew's memories and Franco has Drew's memories and it was so honorable that he stayed Cameron this way and all this, but I'm just like, over it. I'm over it. Like, I don't care who he is. I don't care. He could be Donald Trump for all I care. Just get him off my screen. Like, I don't care. I literally don't care what Franco plays himself as on General Hospital. Like, I don't care. Like, I feel like Roger Harworth is best playing Todd Manning, and that's the only character I really like him as on GH. And after that, I'm just like, no. <laughs> I can't. I mean, he's playing he played Paul Ryan on As the World Turns, and he did really well as Paul Ryan, too, I have to say. But for me personally, like, and I've always said this, and I've said this so many times over the years, I just didn't like Franco to begin with, whether he had a tumor or not. So throwing in the tumor, it still didn't make me like Franco because I just couldn't stomach him anyways. I didn't like Franco when James Franco played Franco, you know. Now, I I have to say that Roger makes him tolerable 
if that make you know, if that makes sense to anybody, like it makes it tolerable. Like I don't want to like rip my eyes out. Um, maybe if they kept in Psycho, you know, um, what got me was the whole like tumor storyline. So you know, he did all this stuff because there was a tumor. You know, so it's like that whole storyline got on my nerves, and I think that's where my dislike more for Franco came from. I mean, I didn't like him to start with, but um, Roger does make him tolerable to me. So, that's my opinion. You know, he has his moments, and I think, I I mean, I liked him when it was like him and Drew, or him and -and so-and-so. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't like him with Liz, you know, and then the whole, like, storyline of him, you know, having Carter come to the prison for Michael, you know, that whole storyline just, you know, bothered me anyways. So, I mean, and I'm not the biggest Sam fan, but even that storyline bothered me, you know, and I'm not a Sam fan at no means, but I mean, Let's be honest, you know, some people don't like her, you know, and they thought that was perfect for her. For me, I thought it was, you know, it was, like, ridiculous, so. But, you know, that's me. And like I said again, I'm not a Sam fan, y'all. Like, if you know me, you know me well, you know, well enough. You know, I'm not a Sam fan. I think the only time I really tolerated Sam was probably with Lucky, so. Honestly, um, yeah, me too. And I noticed with Sam, is they really, like, toned down, like, the badness of her character. She's just, like, a badass uh-huh. woman, like, with guns and, like, she wouldn't, she, I mean, honestly, they, because of her love story with Jason, I feel like that's all she's about and she doesn't have any of her original, like, self-worth, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, she, yeah. she doesn't have any, like, originality to her that she did before. Like, I, I liked her with Drew. I loved her with Drew. Yeah. I think she you did know, work so well I think, with Drew, and I didn't understand why they didn't keep them together, because I think they worked well together, even though she basically was with him because she thought he was Jason at the beginning. But they had mm-hmm. good chemistry, and we all knew that, and we all saw that. They were even together right in real life, so it's like, I don't know why that keep going because they have to all it seems like they always go back to jsam and it's like mm-hmm. I, I think they believe that that fan base is the biggest because they seem to be the loudest on social media so they're like oh okay well that must be like the biggest fan base so let's just go back to jsam and they continue to ignore jason and Elizabeth's standpoint we don't exist anymore in a hollow mm-hmm. we do and tons of us have been watching them for 20 years and have not given up on them I have not been watching for 20 years. I only started watching in 2006, but I've been watching for, what, like 14, 15 years now? And it's like, okay, I may have kind of given up on them for a while, but now with these new scenes, I'm like, hey, why can't you bring them back? Like, that should Mm -hmm. be a possibility at this this time. Exactly. He doesn't need help coming back to Sam. That's so boring after a while. Like, they took so long to get them back together. 
because he mm-hmm. didn't want to like hurt Drew right away. And I'm like, we know this is going to happen because you know the the authentic, real Jason Morgan is back. So I knew that was going to happen, and I hate that they just keep going back to them. And it's super, super annoying to me. And I know people really enjoy them, and that's awesome. But like, they've already done their thing. They've gotten married. They've been happy. Like, like I feel like they've had enough happiness. Jason and Elizabeth never got a little shot. They never got married. They never got to, like, go through with, like, an engagement period because, you know, they got engaged for, like, five minutes, and then Michael got shot, and then that was the end of that. Right. Exactly. That You know, that, that's exactly, you know, I mean, we knew... We knew as soon as Steve came back that, you know, we were going to get Jason again, but it was inedible, inedible, is that even a word? I'm so tired right yeah. now, y'all. Thank you. Um, But, yeah, like, we knew it was coming, and I just was like, ugh. Because, I mean, Jason is so played out, just like Carson. I mean, you know... If any Carson fans are listening to me right now, you know, right now, I I apologize, but Carson has been played out too. I'm so over him. Yeah. Well, they've been married five times, so. <laughs> are they in their on their sixth? Right. I don't even know at this point. I can't keep up with those two. Those two keep going round after round after round, and I'm like, oh Jesus, please. Mm-hmm. I don't even care now. Like, I tried to kind of watch the whole episode in the background yesterday. And, I mean, I kind of picked up on, like, they're talking about adopting Dev, who I'm guessing is Sonny's, you know, another illegitimate mm-hmm. child that Sonny had. Because, you know, we know he impregnates women by, like, the dozens, right? So, you know, who right. knows how many illegitimate children he has? Like, there could be hundreds out there. We don't know. He's not, like, you know, the most we magical so I'm just like, whatever. I don't really care because I know they're trying to pair Ev and Jocelyn together, which, by the way, no. Like, hello, she should obviously be paired with Cameron because the whole Jocelyn and Cameron pairing would bring a lot of great elements to the Carly and Elizabeth relationship. We all well, know that. We all know why. Well, I mean, between the two of them, like, the history between just their parents is amazing because you have – um, you have um, Elizabeth and Carly, and then you have Elizabeth being Jax's surrogate pregnancy with Courtney, and then you have um, Carly and Xander. Like, if they ever bring up Xander as, you know, Cameron's father, Carly and Xander were friends. They were friends. You know, so, like, the history between, like, all these parents, you know, it's just, it brings up such a, so many storylines, you know, so, very, very interesting, you know, so. It does. I just, I wish they would, like, do that, because it's kind of, it's almost and like, then, I like, feel like it's the obvious choice, but them apparently not. And then, like, at one point, like, Sonny and Elizabeth were, like, friends, like, in, like, the 90s, they early 2000s. 
So, like, that's a whole nother dynamic of, you know, these storylines and stuff. So, I mean, like, they have storylines. Um, and then, of course, like, and then on top of all of that, they are two legendary characters, you know, legacy characters, you know, um, Cameron being a Weber, and then Jocelyn being a, you know, a Jax and also a Spencer, so, um, but yeah, so, bringing the new and the old together. But, of course, you know, they have to throw in this, like, bad boy person for her, I guess. <sighs> so, I don't, that's so overdone, like, the whole bad boy thing. Who cares? Cam's kind of a bad boy himself. So, I don't understand why you just can't get them together. Right. He already likes her. We know that. Like, yeah. he just needs to get on board. They've already kind of, they just want, what, once, maybe twice? I can't, I know at least once. I know they fake dated for a minute there. Fake dated. They fake dated for a minute, which was so stupid. I'm just like, how about you date for real? Like, for real, for real. Like, I want this to happen. And they're adorable, too, together. They are, and we need a good young pairing. That's not, like, we Mm -hmm. haven't actually had a good teen storyline summer, I think, 2006 when I started watching that was when it was like the last one that was like really really good and we don't really Mm -hmm. have any like young youthful pairings on GH that we're like really rooting for and they have like they have like TJ and Molly back they're not really teenagers anymore they're like young adults now I know and I didn't really like TJ and Molly so I don't care about them because I wanted her with like race you know, like years ago, years ago, I wanted them together, but that didn't happen. So just like so many of my parents, it don't happen. It's so sad. So like we need a good, young, you know, vibrant little cat mm-hmm. there, and Jocelyn's good. I don't mind Trina so much as long as she's just a friend, Cameron. I don't need those two yeah. being together. I honestly don't feel that at all. Trina could get with Dez, and then Jocelyn could get with Cameron. Like, I don't understand why we can't have that happen. Why? If you want a good team. I mean, I, I like the, I like the three, the three dynamics of, you know, the the trio of Trina, Cameron, and, and Jocelyn. Like, not as a triangle. I just, I love the friendship. You know, because again, like, we don't have, we haven't had, like, friendship. Especially for the, like, the team. You know, the team scene. You know, it's summertime. That's what I remember about, you know, General Hospital or Days of Our Lives or Y&R or Bold and the Beautiful or Dying Light or any of them. In the summertime, it was always about the teens or the young people. And we haven't had a good one in a long time on General Hospital. So I'm, I'm not... That part I'm enjoying, because at least we get a, a little teen scene-ish. So. Mm-hmm. so, too. So, yeah. But I'm just like, oh, they got, you know, you have liaison 
over here on GH, and then there's, you know, um, Stabby. Is it Stabby? Stephan and Gabby? Yeah. Stephan and Gabby on Days, since Mm -hmm. we're waiting for people to call in, we can talk a little bit about Days because, yes, we're big Stephan and Gabby fans here, and we're also Sin fans, Seven Sierra fans. And I'm over here. I personally like, I don't know about you, Sylvia, but I like Eli and Lonnie, and then I also actually like Xander and Sarah because I'm like, fine, this bad boy. Was super hot, by the way, and not in like you know, like mm-hmm. choke Ben out yesterday or whatever. Like, oh my god, I was like, I'm kind of sad for Ben, but I'm like, damn, Andrew, like, okay, like, I'm like, alrighty, really attractive in person. So I want Xander and Sarah together because mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of took her. I was like, okay, I see you, Xander. Okay, I've always liked. Xander, anyways, and I like Xander and Sarah. I don't know what they were doing with Eric and Sarah. I'm just like, uh, no, no, Dave, um, no, 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 honey. So, um, I'm liking that, and of course, of course, John and Marlena. Those are my babies from like when I was like seven, because um, you know they've been on for like thirty years. Um, but, you know, through thick and thin, they're just one of those couples that I've loved because it's like they've been through so much, but they've always overcame, you know, so, um, I love them. And of course, Eric and, (sighs) Eric and Nicole, even though I know I'm about to get my heart tore out again, whatever, um, oh but, yeah, you know, yeah. See, but again, you know, that's, really, that's my '90s self, my '90s heart. Really, you know, talking. Um, thing about Eric and Nicole is, I know they have this epic love story, and they did want to get it tested. But then the last time they were on, I thought, well, she's gonna die in this fire, so why am I gonna get it tested? <laughs> because I'm just gonna be heartbroken, right? And I'm like, I've already gone through heartbreak with liaison. I ain't doing it. <laughs> After you get burned with liaison, you understand. You're like, I'm not going for another 20 years. <laughs> That's why I didn't really get super invested with Eric and Nicole. But I do, like, from afar, like, I really kind of admire their love story, and I watch some of their scenes, and I'm just like, wow. Like, they are that couple that, like, when they're not together, right. you really miss them, and you yearn for them, and they yearn for each other because they're not together. They know they're each other's, like, soulmate. Like, they're that one person that you just connect with more than anybody else. That's just, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Celia. So exactly. Person. So, yeah, I'm exactly. glad that Eric and Sarah broke up and that Sarah broke that off because I was like, yeah, girl, he, like, is always going to have a thing for Nicole. Like, you ain't going to get past that. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad. I was like, okay, good. Now you can get with Xander, please. Please. And the way he was sweet talking to her, like yesterday, I was like, dude, he is good. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know how you don't want to jump in bed with him now, girl. Like, he is fine. He just came into your bedroom. Like, (laughs) exactly. I'm here for it. I'm just excited, and I'm here for it, and 
I mean, I even, I'm a little inspired to make a little Xander and Sarah video. So someone shout out to me on Twitter where to get the clips because hook a sister up because I, I got I to gotta look into some of these clips. Some Someone did DM me about Cola on YNR just because I'm a little bit curious. I've seen it all over my timeline, and I am intrigued. I don't watch YNR, but I am intrigued, and I will watch for the, for the couple. The scenes of a couple. I get invested mm-hmm. in love stories. I just get invested in love stories. Which one are you um, talking about on YNR? Kyle and Lola, I think it is. Yeah. The ones who just got married. Yeah, Kyle and Lola. Hola. Hola. Like a koala bear. Oh, no. <laughs> Almost like a koala bear. That's kind of what I think. Voila. Voila. There's, they're just, like, they seem really cute and fun, and I want to watch them. Because I love love stories. I do. I, I get invested in love stories. <laughs> Mhm. Because I don't have my own love story yet, so I have to get invested in other people. <laughs> like we all live vicariously through other people's love stories, so we get our own, right? That's how I feel. I don't know if we, if a lot of you are single out there, like me and Celia, like like we just like to watch everyone else's love story because we don't have our own yet, so we want to. Get invested, watch everyone else's love story for their love story. I'm here for it. This is what's going to get me through that Song of Solomon until I find somebody. Okay, because if you have not read Song of Solomon in the Bible, that is like the original book of romance. Uh, I read it last night and I was like, okay, did the Lord just say that? Okay, like, what's between my five Like, what's up? I was floored, y'all. Like, the Lord can really be descriptive in that Bible. Like, I didn't know. Because I never read, like, the whole book of, like, the Song of Solomon. But I'm going to just say, like, that's that's a little good book of romance right there. For real. Just, just, just watch that. But just, I mean, just read that. Like, like, you single and you lonely, like, just read that. Like, that is, that is good. That is good. I mean, romance novels, they're great, but... I mean, that is like the original book of romance. But I love that. So I'm just like, I'm investing in that I want a love story like that. And I just, I love getting, reading love stories and watching love stories. And this is what I do. That's why we celebrate 20 years of liaison because they basically had like, like maybe y'all don't see it that way. But I see it as like a twenty-year love story, and it's tragic, and it's sad, and they didn't get the ending they deserved. And they still are, but they're still on though, and they're still sharing scenes. So to me, hey, it's not over till the fat lady sings. The show has not ended yet. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I want more friendship scenes at least. Like, I would love a hug. I'm not expecting one because look, that'd be like another miracle. But it would be <laughs> nice. Girl can dream. Because somebody tweeted, like, oh, I'm waiting for the liaison hug. And I'm like, well, I am expecting Frank to approve that. I don't think he will approve that. But he did approve two days of liaison scenes. 
so at this point, I'm like, okay, Frank, maybe you'll prove a hug or just to touch on <laughs> We're going to work on it. Maybe we can work up to that, Frank. I don't know, Frank, because if you're listening, you do want a liaison hug. Can you let them hug just for like two seconds? Because she's not exactly with Franco right now. Because, you know, he's not attached to her side right now. So you can do that. You can do that, Frank. I mean, there's they only film, what, two to three weeks ahead of time. So it's not like days where you're like eight months out. So a year okay, out. We could change stuff. Is, are they a year out now? Because, I mean, at this point, they might as well be. Well, I think it's like, I think you're right with eight months, but I always like to joke that they're like a year out. It feels like it. It's like, because I think, I think the last time I heard they are filming in the spring now? Because they were just in the winter time. They were like January, um, at the beginning of the summer. I think um, Carrie or Candace, one of them, said that they were um, filming like January, February episodes or Christmas time episodes. I think that's what they said. They said winter. So, um, whatever. So, right now, now that we're at the end of summer, I'm thinking late spring, early summer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, maybe. October, November, January, January, February, March, May. Like May, like if they're eight months, May. it's May. If if they're nine months, it's June. So, um, it's close enough to a year. Like, it's ridiculous that you know it's the end of the you know it's going into the fall and they're already filming end of spring, early summer. You know stuff. Out. It's ridiculous. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think so too. It, and I'm just glad that at least General Hospital isn't like that because they have a lot of things they need to fix on that show, like cut their cast in half, put Jason and Elizabeth back in each other's orbit more often, at least. I'm not saying get back together isn't a couple because I know that's asking for like a god freaking miracle at this point but i'm just saying like just put them in each other's orbit have them have friendship scenes and you know us liaison fans that we will write the fanfic of the century because i know y'all like probably ain't gonna get back back together but Mm -hmm. general hospital has a lot of things that they can do and they're able to fix because they only film two to three weeks out i don't know how far Mm -hmm. they write ahead of time but there's things they can fix in like a better time period than days can because days yeah. film so far ahead. I think they, they right film like a month. Right. I think they film a month. Like it's like three weeks to a month. So. Yeah, General Hospital, I mean, can we just get like another murderer in town, like an actor or something? Just cut the cast in half. I mean, they missed so many, such an know. opportunity. They missed they such did. an opportunity with Ryan. They did. They dropped the ball on that one big time. I mean, Ava I, mean it. It. I don't care who does it. I mean, come on, Ava would be a great murderer. Let's go. 
What's <laughs> up? <laughs> like, whose contracts are up right now on the G8 set? Because one can be a murderer, the murderer, the serial killer, and then the, the you know, the rest of them can be their, their victim. Yep. I know they bring a lot of these newbies in because they're less, they, they save money by paying them less than, like, the veterans, but they can still have the veterans on once or twice a week and then not have, like, 50 newbies that are not necessary. Exactly. Right. They have it more balanced on days. They have it probably more balanced on Y&R, I'm guessing. Where it's exactly. Not like, it's not 50 newbies. Like, you're not seeing 50 newbies on a Y&R. You're not seeing 50 newbies on days. Why does GH yeah. have to have, like, what's like 100 plus cast? Why? Why right. necessary? I mean, and GH is one of the biggest casts. In daytime, they have like seventy-five people, and and it's not just like they have a big cast; they have such a talented cast. Like I can name you all these people that have Emmys on that show that they don't use. Like really, like, and you know they can act their asses off because they have a few Emmys. Um, Mara West, you know, yep. or, oh, you yeah. know, all, you know, there's so many talented people on that cast that they don't use. And I know you need the balance of the, like the older generation and the newer generation. You know, it, it, it's always been like that. But that's the one thing I love about days and, and Y&R. I don't say a lot about Y&R, but I will say that's the one thing I love about Y&R is they they balance the the older generation the older generation versus the newer generation, you know, and they kind of put them together in a storyline. So that's what I love about it. I mean, they. I mean, General Hospital has to know at this point, like, I'm sure they've heard the feedback and seen it on social media, like, why is your cast so big? Do something about it. So it's like, are they just ignoring us? Are they just, like, purposely ignoring us? Like, the executives up there are just like, no, we're going to keep, like, the cast so big because it's more, like, I don't know, financially affordable for them or – I. I don't know the exact reason, but I just think that's ridiculous. Not to say that they're not all talented, because all those actors, like, they have a very good casting agent, Mark Teschner. Like, they're very good at casting. They're very good at casting talented actors. So I'm not saying it's not that the talent is the problem. It's just, like, a lot of these characters, we don't even like. They're so, a lot of them are brand new that we don't, even care to see them on our screens, and it's just character-wise. It's not actor-wise. Like, it's character-wise, and it's not needed. Like, a lot of them are not necessary.
Julia, what do you think? There. I'm here. Um, I'm doing something right now, and I have oh. you on mute. So I'll be oh, right okay. back. Okay. I'll podcast in too. So, all right. Um, so, so we're waiting on some ladies to call in. So I wish I could have had the show at eight. Um, but like I said, it wasn't exactly possible. But you know. Tweet me, you guys. Like, let us know what you think because, I mean, honestly, I don't mean, I'm not, I know it's not just us who thinks the cast is, like, so crazy big. Like, something needs to happen. And, I mean, we're the best people to, um, I mean, we're the best people to talk to anyways because we're not judgmental. And, I mean, we like everybody's opinion. Like, you don't have to like our opinion and we might not like yours, but, you know, we have, you know, um, you know, yeah. we're not judgmental. So, like, if you like Frizz, you know, hey, you like Frizz. Like, that's awesome. Just, so, we just don't like them. If you like Frizz, that's cool. I'm just like, I just like, um... For me, you know, just not my cup of tea. I tried. I yeah, tried, exactly. I tried. I tried. I tried to like them so bad. I could not do it. I tried to like J-Fam. Could not do it. Could not do it. I tried. But, you, you know, you can't tell your heart what to feel. That's what I say. Right. Right, right. You can't say, no, I've... you could have liked this couple instead. No, I tried that. It don't work, y'all. It don't work. That's what I was, you know, I've tried to do that, and, you know, I've tried to like this person. And, like, I even tried when Roger took over for, um, as, you know, as Franco. Like, I tried to like Roger's version of Franco because I, you know, I've been watching soaps, you know, most of my life, you know, for 20-odd years. Um. And I've seen my fair share of recasts. And, you know, I'm sitting here, I've been through four Carly's. Um, and there was only one that, you know, I, I did not like. Um, just like when Billy took over for Jason. I, I tried to like his version of Jason. It was just not my cup of tea. You know, I, so um, I liked him as John Doe and I liked him as Drew. I just don't like him as Jason like so I mean if you liked him as Jason that's great like I like that you know for you you know but he was just not my Jason so I never I never got the connection you know with him so um but like I said I liked him as John Doe and I liked um Liz with you know with John Doe that was great. Um, they had a great chemistry. Yeah, or Jake or whoever it was at that time. John Doe, Jake. And then when he was as Drew, you know, I liked him as Drew. He just, he didn't seem like Jason to me. So, um, and, I think he um, tried to be. They tried to write him as Jason. Yeah. And it just didn't work. Personally, mm-hmm. that's what, you know, I feel. 
had big shoes to fill, you know. He had he had humongous shoes to fill. So, and I just, you know, I think, I don't know, I don't, and I'm not going to put all the blame on Billy either as Jason, you know, playing Jason, portraying Jason. And I think it has to do a lot with the writers too. So, I don't know, I don't think they knew how to write for him, if that makes sense. So, I hope that makes sense, because it made sense to me. I don't think they knew how to, you know, to write for that, you know, for Billy as Jason. Because, I mean, they knew how to write for him as John Doe, Jake, or even Drew, but I don't think they knew how to write for him, for Jake, you know, for Jason. So, um... But, yeah, that's just my opinion. And you can disagree with me, and you can call in and disagree with me. I like friendly debates. They're fun. So. Or you could just tweet us. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to call I'm always up for, like, a friendly debate. Yeah. But, you know, we're available. We're here. You know, I'm at least on radio, and Celia's at, uh, what is it, it's still at temporary 692? That's right. Yeah. Temporary six ninety two. You know, you can also tweet us because we're here to discuss. You guys know, whenever I'm watching, I'm always tweeting about it. So, yeah, we're here. Exactly. Exactly. But um, going back to like today's for a second, like just okay. I mean, I'm very excited to see, like, the Stefan and Gabby scenes lately and that Stefan told his mother. <gasps> they were on Gabby fire. So They've been on fire. His mom, his mom, in the same day that she, he's like, yeah, by the way, like, I'm married to Gabby, and she's my wife, and uh, we're soulmates. She's our like, soulmate. He the S word. What? Did he just do that? I was like, oh, my God. I mean, but, but listen, but our girl did jump in front of a gun, too. Let's just be real. She did jump in front of a gun. Yeah. Yeah. For Stefan. You know. No, we didn't want to, but, yeah. And she talked his his little happy ass, gun trigger ass down, so... But, like I was telling Christy earlier, I mean, I'm like, I'm praying that they get Brandon back because Brandon and Camilla, their chemistry is off the charts. I'm not terribly worried about that. They have to see all the feedback on Twitter. It's like, there's no way they can't bring Brandon back. Like, their chemistry's off the charts. They better be working. They've got tons of feedback on so I don't think there's really hardly anyone who doesn't like them. And if they don't like them, mm-hmm. that's probably just because they don't want Gabby to have any happiness. So, True. Really. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I they're on fire. They've been on fire for a while. And I'm just like, oh. And then, of course, that one day I had both of my favorite couples in the same scene. Even though Stefan almost shot Ben, that's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is our girls were standing up to for their men. So let's just be, I was like, oh, my God. 
So it was good. I, was like, I mean, Serena was, you know, high, you know, ride or die for Ben, and Gabby was ride or die for Stefan, and I was like, I'm here for it. I'm here for girl power. So, and Sierra somebody tweeted. Yes. Um. Okay, now Victor, like, has a problem with Ben and Sierra. I'm like, you just find it out there together? They've been together almost a year, dude. You're behind on the boat. How did you? you, you Victor, you're dropping the ball. Right, like Victor's dropping the ball because he's like I'm a little shocked. They're a little late know. on this one. They're a little late because uh, like right. since October, November of last, no November, basically when they kissed of last year. So it's like almost a year. You're just now seeing that they're like in love and together and stuff. Like, like you can't break them up at this point, Grandpa, because. Uh, I'm going to just say, right. can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. Talk she was being weird and said it dropped my call. But, um, yeah, I'm just saying, like, like for real, like, you you can't break them up now. now. Uh-huh. Like, they have a soul tie is what I call it. Soul tie is like, when you sleep with someone, like, you create a soul tie. And it's kind of hard. Like, it's very hard it's to break really that. It's very hard to break that. Exactly. exactly. On my line. On my line. Can you, you hear, hear me? Feedback? Yeah, I can hear no. you. No. You hear feedback, though, on your end? No. Okay. You're good. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Technical, Technical difficulties issues. right now because of talk to you. Um, yeah. yeah, I, you know, I enjoy both of them, you know, um, you know, people are fighting, like, over, like, Sin and, um, Stabby, Stabby. and I was like, um, that is ridiculous. it's ridiculous. Who cares? Though. You can like, like, you can like both and not, like, fight of who's having more screen time. Who cares? They're both on screen. They're both together. They're both hot as hell together. Like, just be happy for each other's couple. I don't understand. I guess one thing to have to have a fan war when, like, it's two girls or two guys fighting over, you know, the guy or the girl. Like, we get that. But, I mean, they're not in, like, any triangle or anything. So why are we fighting? I, I so. think people get in fights about really, like, stuff that they need to put their energy towards, like, getting people to watch Dave's because Dave's is struggling in the ratings, and, like, we need to keep all the soaps on the air in general. So, like, why are we right. fighting about stuff like this anyway when we need to put our we energy to put towards, our energy like, towards telling, like, telling people to watch, telling people to watch Dave's. Dave. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Dave has always struggled anyways. It's been struggling since I was a kid. But it's like, y'all, there is a difference between real, R-E-E-L, and R-E-A-L. That's my soapbox for tonight. Like, y'all, chill the hell out, please. 
I started quoting the Taylor song. Yeah, I, I I started quoting the Taylor Swift song like you need to calm down on a tweet because like you yeah, do need to calm down. Like just calm down. Like it's fine. Like y'all, y'all. It's a soul. It is a soap, and but the thing is, like you can't tell soap fans is just a soap. Like we all know that. Like, we all know people are invested. They've been watching with their grandmas since they were, like, five. Like, I personally don't have that story, but, like, a lot of y'all out there do. And you're super invested. Uh And you feel like these soap opera characters are your family, which I understand. But at the same time, it's like, okay, they are your family. But, like, don't personally attack people over Twitter because your favorite couple is getting more screen time at the – a certain point then another one of your favorite couples like just be happy for each other that both of your couples are together and they're on screen and they're doing awesome and don't go attacking the you know the actor or actress that's a whole nother issue so twitter get it together get it together so twitter is even more dramatic than the soaps themselves half the time I'm just like, like I don't oh think my god, y'all are crazy. Like y'all, do, yeah, so Twitter and be like, whoa, what is going on up in here? Like, like I don't spend all day, every day on it. It's draining, and then you're on it, and you get sucked in, and you're on it all day. So I mm-hmm. don't go back and forth with people a whole lot. I kind of avoid that. I don't either. Props to y'all who do. Get into that mess. I'm too grown for that shit. I, yeah. I, amen to that, sister. Like, I don't, like, look, I got like, more things to do, like, prepare for a mission trip to Costa Rica. Than be, I like, can't wait tweeting. for all your pictures okay. to come through. Yes. Oh, I'm going to be living through you, Christy. I can't uh, travel, but I'll be living through you. For those of you who are not connected to my, my personal Facebook, like, if y'all want pictures from Costa Rica and you want me to post them on Twitter, actually, I probably will post a few because my Instagram is connected to my Twitter. So if you follow me on my personal Twitter at creativefan15, that's where I'll post some Costa Rica pictures. So, side note, I'm not. But I'm preparing for that. I'm doing tons of laundry right now and all these things to get ready and pack. and <sighs> It's coming up quick. I mean, the 12th, like, September 12th seems like kind of a faraway date, and now it's like, oh, my God, it's, like, almost here. So <laughs> I have to get ready. September 12th, next Thursday. Yeah. Is it next Thursday or next Wednesday? Yeah, it's this coming Thursday. So <gasps> I can't be, like, on soap Twitter all day tweeting because I got to get ready for this trip. And my plan is to oh make, like, so money before I left, and then my car's been with my mechanic for over a week, and then I found out today when I went to get a rental car, and I was thinking, okay, I'll use my rental car, and I'll go Uber. No, apparently, you can't do that. Apparently, like, rental companies get really mad when you say you want to use the rental car for business purposes, even if you're not driving people and you're just driving food. Stupid. 
I think it's stupid rule. I'm like, really, y'all? Like, it's just food. <laughs> I'm just giving people food. You can't make an exception for that. Like, people, like, they don't like that. And, I mean, you, technically you can do it, but, like, legally, if you get in an accident, like, the rental car company could get come after you if you don't have, like, I mean, if, even if you have insurance, I've been told, like, they could get mad because you're using their car for business purposes. Whatever, it's a whole thing that I had to go for today. <laughs> I, I had to run around on a lot of stuff. But I'm like, I have to focus on the positive. <laughs> we got these on things. I'm excited about days, and I'm excited about going to Costa Rica. So that's my life. So yeah. I'm going to do this show before I left because I was like, I don't know if we'll get a chance to, and then things didn't go my way today with doing Uber. So I was like, all right, let's do a show and talk about it. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to us talk about, you know, a liaison and days and speech and all of that because that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's guys, welcome to join us at any time and, and at any at point. At any time now, really. At any time we're airing, you know, broadcasting live or tweet us and tell us what you think, and then we could share your comment on our show. Like, we're totally open to doing that. But I know since some, some of some this time is kind of late for some people, I know by the time we start, it's almost 9, and it's like 10 o'clock for some people, and some of y'all are already in bed, which I totally understand. But I'm a night owl, and Celia's a night owl, so we up. Yeah, and I kind of took a nap. Like, I slept all day. Because I can do that because I have, like, a whole seven hours to sleep all day long. So. Teddy's at school now. In, yeah. Well, he's at school. He, My son is back at school. So um, I get to sleep for seven hours. Even though he just cut off an hour of my sleep time because he went from getting out of school at 3.15 to 2.15. So getting up at 5.45 is. Yeah. Oh my God. So Woo, that's a struggle. He because he has to be at school at seven fifteen. So, uh-huh. and he like has to get dressed, and he has to eat, and he has to wake up, and like it's just y'all think I'm crazy. It takes like, a while. Him up. Like, and it's like it an takes hour. Takes a while like, to get him ready. Uh huh. Yeah. Like an hour. Like we're always running out of the. Like, luckily enough, I live, like, five minutes away from the school because we're always running out this door at, like, 7 o'clock. <laughs> like, Teddy, you're going to be late. Go run. As I'm pushing him out the door of my car. Like, it's it's awful, y'all. So. It's probably not easy getting him to bed early either so he can get up early. Yes. Yes. But, you know, thank goodness for melatonin. So... Um, oh, yeah. Because you know all about that melatonin. Yeah. So, um, but that's why he's, like, sleeping right now. He's been asleep for about 30 minutes. So, but we did go, we did come home from school today, and we went off and went swimming for, like, an hour and a half. So, so. but, yeah. And I, wa- I watch a lot of Prime show. I mean, Prime TV shows, you know, so if you follow me, um, you'll probably see me tweeting about that. I watched um, a few of them, a bunch of mine ended, 
recently in the last like two or three. Well, I'm playing catch up film. Playing catch up. Okay. I, yeah, I I'm playing catch up. <laughs> There's shows okay. that I like have on Netflix on my list that's like been over for like ten years. <laughs> Welcome okay. to my life. But. Okay. Well, I mean, I watch primetime too. So since we're we don't have any callers, we could talk about primetime, which we sometimes do on my show. So, like, for example, I watch um, the currently the shows that are currently on. I watch the Foster spinoff, which is Good Trouble, and then mm-hmm. I watch Jane the Virgin, which recently ended, which I loved. I need to catch up on that. I need yeah. to go I'm through that whole series. I'll spoil it for you because, you know, there's the whole Jane, you know, if you want Jane with Michael and Raphael thing, and that's a, that's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then... That was a um, whole other thing. I did try to watch the new Roswell, which was, like, the reincarnation of it. But honestly, like, I really couldn't get into it too much. And then I saw what happened in the very last episode, and I was really mad. And, like, I didn't even really watch the whole series, but I just saw, like, the scene of what happened at the end, and I was like, seriously, I did that? Okay. Now I really don't want to watch the show. And I feel bad because I wanted to like it, but I can't like it. Because I like the original Roswell so much better from, like, mm-hmm. the late 90s, early 2000s. So much better. Uh-huh. Like, for me personally, I think it was better. I try to... I tried to, like, really like the new one, and I see how they modernized it and where they were going with it. Uh-huh. I just couldn't really get into it. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, so I tried watching that. I think I'm trying to think what other shows I watch. Oh, Netflix, I watch Stranger Things, which I freaking love. That was, like, my whole July 4th plan was to just watch Stranger Things. I um, love Stranger so. Things. I love Stranger Things. Yeah. That's it. Those are, like, really the only primetime shows I'm, like, super, super invested in right now. And Stranger Things is, like, awesome. Like, I'm so excited when they come out with a new season of that. And I personally like um, Mike and Eleven, Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah. And... I love Jonathan and Nancy. I think... Those are, like, my two, like, my top two. Like, the other one, the other couples who have been together, like, I kind of like. Um, that show is just, like, freaking amazing. The way they write it, the way they have cast it, the way they, like, the whole setup of that and the special effects and everything they put into that show is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. And that's about as close as I get to watching any kind of, horror TV show or horror film is Stranger Things. I don't really like to watch horror films, but I'll watch Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I love Steve, too. Steve is my favorite character-wise. You know, like that development. Me, I really thought he was a real jerk and just wanted to see his pants in the first season, and I uh-huh. really thought he was just all about getting sex from her. And so I didn't really like him. But I get that he really, like, loved her. Like, I honestly didn't think he loved her. I thought he just wanted to have sex with her. (laughs) That's really what I thought. So I didn't really like him. But now I like him more in, like, the newer seasons. And I like his friendship Mm -hmm. with Dustin. And I like his friendship with... um, Oh, my God. I love his friendship with Dustin. Uh, Robin. 
Robin. Robin. Yeah. And I mean, even though she came out and she's like, look, like, I'm not into you like that. But I mean, it's so cute. Like, the friendship is so cute and how she, like, really kind of hated him at first. And then they, like, uh-huh. this friendship over the entire season was just fabulous. And I love how he's, like, a parent to all the children. And they keep adding children to his, like, long list of children to watch over. You know, so that was cute. And I really loved Erica. You know, you can't have America without Erica. Um, So true. I really loved her. She's so funny. Um, She's sassy. That's, I think, why I liked her so much. And, I mean, I didn't like, um, what's her face's brother? I thought he was a jerk. But, like, when he died, I was like, like, I did cry. Like, he was so racist, and I didn't like him. But, like, I did, like, shed a tear or two because I'm weak. (laughs) Okay. We weak for that. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Because, I mean, he, like, sacrificed himself. Okay? He, you know, it doesn't change that he was, like, mean and hateful to um, Max and, you know. And he was well, a racist. The thing is, he was like but, that, but we got background of why he was like that. And so yeah, and I think that's what changed. Problems. Yeah. I mean, I still didn't like him, but it 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 right. made me understand him more. If that makes sense. Like it's like, oh, I okay. I still don't like you. As fans, even if we didn't like him, we were like, okay, we get why you're such a jerk. Yeah. You're still a jerk, and I still don't like you, but, okay, I'm the way you are. I think if he was shown more, like, love from other people, that would have had an impact on him. And I love that Eleven was so kind to him, even when he was going to, like, kill her. Like, yeah, she was kind to him, very kind to him. And he was like, oh, my God, someone's, like, actually showing him that they care about me. Yeah. Exactly. I love Eleven, by the way. I think she's, like, so badass. Like, she's so probably one of my favorite characters ever. I love her. I love that. I love Eleven. Um, Millie, Millie Brown. Is that her name? Millie Bobby Brown. That's her name. I think it's her name's, like, Millie Brown or something like that. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown, that's right. I love her. I mean, I love them all. They're so adorable. Like, I watch interviews with them and stuff, and they're, like, really cute. So. I do that, too. So. They have, like, really great interviews all over YouTube of, like, the whole cast. Um, I know. And I love, I love Jonathan and Nancy. They're so funny. Yeah. I was so. so excited that they finally got together because season one I was so rooting for them because I didn't like Steve. So I was like, yeah, get with Jonathan. And then they finally yeah. got Thank God. And then I, I just love how the guy who, like, knew they, like, were going to get together, that um that guy who could speak Russian and was able to translate to them, I forgot his name. The guy who, like, yeah, like Alex, the, Alex, Alex something. I was like, I love him. 
So he's great, and he's he picked up on the whole Hopper and Joyce vibe too. So I just <laughs> that. It's so funny because he's like, he's like oh he's my god, and it's like. Already. <laughs> I'm like, she's just speaking for the whole, like, Harper and Joyce, like, tandem over here. <laughs> like, right. That was, like, yeah. it's like if, if, you know, a fandom was a person, this would be the person. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. I was, like, I love Harper and Joyce, too. As, like, the parent-wise, like, I'm, like, I'm all about that. <sighs> I didn't like how Harper was towards Eleven at first. Like, especially when he was keeping her away from everyone else. I was like, why? Just let her be. Why? Like it, everybody. But now he's understood. Like, he's overly like, oh. protective father. He still is, even when, like, she came back and, like, her and Mike were together. And I was like, okay, I get it. But I still kind of, like, like, I kind of didn't like him for that because I'm like, I love Mike and I love him. They're so cute. They just want to make out. Let's kids make out. They're not having sex yet. Just want to make out. Right. Like, they're fine. <laughs> and he's like, keep the door open three inches. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, I was a hot mess. That, like, last episode, I was a hot, hot mess of messes. So, I was a hot mess. But um, I'm in the process of watching Wentworth, which is almost like Orange is the New Black, but it's the Australian version. Okay, yeah. I was into Orange is the New Black for a while, and then I just felt convicted, and I couldn't take it anymore. Actually, it's kind of... I'm only on second... I'm only on season two of it, and it's, like, way better than Orange is the New Black. I mean, I like Orange is the New Black, but I I, I really enjoy this version of it. Even though some of the scenes are from, like, it feels like it's from Orange is the New Black. Black because it's like, oh, I've seen that on yeah. Orange is the New Black. But, like, I really enjoy it better. I don't know if it's Orange just... is the New Black, they have that one character who's, like, higher up in the jail hierarchy or whatever, and he's, like, obsessed with, like, jacking off to porn or whatever. And those uh-huh. things make me, like, super uncomfortable. I'm like, no, I cannot watch this. This makes me, like, literally sick. I cannot... So, and there was just a bunch of other things personally that I feel like I'm not comfortable yeah. watching. So I just had to stop watching. I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. And I tried to watch um, another one was I Love 13 Reasons Why, like the first season. I really loved yeah. that show. But then I tried to watch season two, and every time I tried, like something would stop me, and I just felt like, okay, fine from God. Like I'm not supposed to, like, watch this. And my friend told me it was a lot about, like, dark mental illness and stuff and I was like okay because I struggled with mental illness so I was like okay it's probably not a good idea I watch it anyway so I tried y'all but I'm like oh, I kind of want to watch season three but like at the same time I'm just like maybe I'll just mm-hmm. watch like, a five minute recap of something of like what happened and what went down because I'm right. led to not watch those shows anymore personally in my life but other shows I'll watch. It's just certain shows I'm just like, no, I think it's time for me to, like, not watch them. And, like, some other popular shows I've tried to watch, but they're not for me. Like, you're really into The Walking Dead, Celia. And I think I watched about 30 seconds of that. 
of like formally what formally what you know what how they started off. They go last time on The Walking Dead and they started and I was like, nope, nope, I'm out. Not- Thirty seconds in, I was like, I can't do it. Nope, <laughs> not for me. This is not for me. And I tried, I tried, but I was like, I, I can't do it. I mean, tape shows are not for everybody, you know, so. I just happen to like a very variety of them. I do. So. I like the blood sure. and the gory. So. So, yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I'm currently watching right now. Between that and like these like twenty family family vlogs on YouTube that I watch. Oh my god! Oh, I watch. Okay, can we get into YouTube for a hot second? Because I watch so much on YouTube, it's probably bad. Because I probably spend more time on YouTube than I spend reading the Bible. Which, as a Christian, I'm kind of like I feel convicted personally. I'm like I should not be on YouTube this much. So much, like, so much entertaining content, and now, like, all these people make YouTube channels, and, like, all these kids I know, like, these teenagers I teach at church during the week, they're all like, I want to be a YouTuber, and I'm like, y'all, like, you got to come up with, like, good quality content that people want to watch, and then have, like, thousands or not millions of subscribers to, like, make money and make it, like, a job, and they think they can just, like, be on YouTube and, like, make money and, like, have it as a job. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's as easy as y'all think. <laughs> right. There's a few that, like, no. they were, like, two, three years into YouTubing, and they were still working at their job, like, their day job, and they just now became, like, full-time YouTubers. YouTubers. There's a YouTuber and, I watch, and I love her. She swears a lot, but She's simply illogical. She she used to be like an animal channel, and now she's not. And now it's like this whole thing. It's really funny. But she's from Canada, and she always says, "Like kids, stay in school." Like I still have my day job, and I do YouTube on the weekends. It's just like a extra thing of income for me. And even though she makes more money doing YouTube than she does at her actual job, she still stays at her actual job, which I really admire. Because a lot of people would have just quit their day job and done YouTube full time, but she doesn't do that. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, who who do you watch? So besides Sabrina Logical, I watch Sophia Nagard, who's like my favorite. She used to be with BuzzFeed, if y'all know what BuzzFeed Entertainment is. They have a good channel on YouTube, and they're a big entertainment company and do different videos. But she used to be an employee of that channel, I mean of that company or whatever, and do videos for them, and then she made her own channel. And I love her stuff. She has, like, a wide variety of stuff. She does, like, travel vlogs. Like, she went to, like, some kind of, like, cheese amusement park in Korea. I mean, just random stuff that you would have never thought of until it's, like, on YouTube. Uh, she's done, like, mix, make, mixing makeup together, which I just find really fascinating for some reason because now I'm into makeup. Um, so I watch that. Uh, let's see what else do I watch <laughs> on YouTube, like, aside from fan videos. Uh, I just, I watched someone called, um, Candace, I'm sorry, not Candace Burke, that's a different Candace. 
Candace, she's also, like, from BuzzFeed, and she does a bunch of, like, health videos, like, going on different diets, and she's like, I tried Kim Kardashian's diet for a week, or I did um, the Taylor Swift diet for a day, or whatever. Like, she does all different things that I find really interesting. Um, I do follow, like, really stupid channels where I don't, I don't know, I got sucked into their videos, but they're Christian YouTubers, and I just got sucked into their videos, and... And you know how on YouTube the thing, there's a thing called, like, the 24-hour challenge, like the overnight challenge, if you've seen those videos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of channels I follow do those videos, and one of them is called the Ireland Boys, and they're, like, from Florida. And there's these boys who are, like, just, like, one of them graduated high school a few years ago, and the other one is, like, a younger brother who just graduated. So they run around. They're, like, popular. They're, like famous celebrities and they like do their own mm-hmm. tours and stuff and they go around the country and they do like 24-hour challenges and four challenges and they go around doing dares and hide and seek in different places and just random stuff that I'm just like why am I watching this but at the same time it's like so entertaining mm-hmm. uh, and then um, J. Stu Studios they do the same kind of thing as well and they do like different challenges one of the latest videos was, like, giving secret missions to people. Like, go up to this person and say this stuff to this person, and you'll get a reward. And so they did that, and they gave people, like, random stuff, like wireless ear earbuds and a box of mm-hmm. It's, like, really random prizes. And I was like, I don't know why, but it's, it's entertaining. So those, those are, like, some of the main YouTube channels I watch that I just find like super entertaining for some reason. <laughs> yep. And I watch I watch um a lot of family vlogs. A lot of family ones. Um which one? Let's see. Um Crazy Middles and Crazy Pieces. Um the Weiser sisters, and they um, they fostered and adopted children. Um, they ha- they have children of their own. Um, Crystal had three um, biological children, and um, I forgot the other one. Hello, I can't remember her name. But the, um, her and her husband, um, Crazy Middles, they have um, they have uh, Shelly, Jared and Shelly. They have two biological children that were um, ten years apart, and they wanted to build in the middle. So that's how they got Crazy Middles. And so um, the Crazy Pieces has between their biological children. And their adopted children, they have 10 kids. And the Crazy Middles has 20. But there's 15 that live with them. And then, um, you're going to actually make me look. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot a couple. Like, well, I have a makeup tutorials because I'm like into that and I'm trying I was trying to like when I met Camila for the first time I started watching makeup tutorials on YouTube 
So I'm like, okay, I need to know how to do things better. Like, let me up my game a little bit because I barely know how to put makeup on anyway. So I started watching mm-hmm. all that, and I got really into these makeup tutorial channels. So one of the famous YouTubers that's known for that, her name is Potty Westbrook. So she's like a big one. She got the stick scandal with James Charles. I'm sure if you all know about the beauty community, you know all this stuff went down like months ago. But anyway, they both gained. So they lost follow, like followers or subscribers for a while, and they gained it back. So um, anyway, that's been like a whole thing that's happened. And I watched Toddy because I think her videos are amazing. And then I watched I watched a little bit in Nikki's tutorial, not a lot, but she's also like a big major like makeup channel. And I find it really interesting. And there was this thing for a while called um, called um, like my cats pick my makeup. I've watched a bunch of those videos because I just find them fascinating. And I'm like, I wonder if my cats would pick my makeup. Like if I put a bunch of foundations in front of them, like which one would they sniff first? <laughs> I don't know why. why this is fascinating, but it is. Because when you start collecting makeup, you end up with like, you know, four different highlighters and four different like foundations and concealers and all that mess. So like you just get curious. It's like, oh, I wonder if they would like, Pick my makeup. So I'm like, I could vlog that and see how that turns out. Like, I think it'd be interesting. Those are just a couple other channels I watch, but I'm, I'm going to do it now. I'm into the makeup. Exactly. And then I watch Bothering Autism. Um, their daughter is 14 and she is nonverbal autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, um there's the Wee family and their kid their daughter is autistic. And then um I watch this uh this is how we bing them and it's um a family from Utah and they have five kids, and it's just, you know, their day-to-day life. And then actually, mm-hmm. um, his siblings and their families, they all they all have a YouTube, too, so. Um, just um, a few family ones. Those are a few of the family ones I watch. So. Okay. Well, that's that's the YouTube segment of our show. Y'all probably didn't expect that tonight. I mean, we kind of wing it, you know. We wing it, you know. Okay, let's talk about something else that, like, the whole world has been talking about for a while. I don't know who started this, but I'm like, really, y'all? Like, this is a thing now of who has the best chicken sandwich, like fried chicken sandwich, Popeye's or Chick-fil-A? And I'm like, really? Like, who made this a thing? Because they've been out for a while. Like, their chicken sandwiches have been out forever, so I don't know why this is suddenly a thing. But now I've noticed that all these other restaurants, like I'm on the IHOP website right now just to 
check on something because my mom sent me a gift card. But now IHOP has its own spicy buffalo chicken sandwich. Like, really? Why? Everyone's now hopping on, like, the fried chicken sandwich train. So if they didn't have a fried chicken sandwich on the menu, now they're doing it because of the whole Popeye's and Chick-fil-A thing. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Um, team I just buy really crazy. Like everyone's trying out everyone's fried chicken sandwiches. Like we didn't know this was a thing before that they were out, but now everyone's like, oh well, now we all got to come out with fried chicken sandwiches. Mhm. See what you did, Popeyes. See what you did. They started a whole thing. Now freaking IHOP has to have their own original versus spicy chicken sandwiches. Right. I can't be eating this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to just say, like, I can't be eating this stuff anymore. I'm looking at it and I'm like, mm, yeah, it should be good to try, but like, be not up my guy. <laughs> right. It's just interesting. Like, I just find it so interesting that, like, this is how it's gone down where now we're talking about who has the best fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> just something I found interesting in the world that, that's been happening lately. So, like, why everyone's, everyone's coming out with their own fried chicken sandwich now? Okay. Right. Exactly. I mean, are you into this, Celia? Like, are you into, like, do you have a preference, Popeyes versus um, Chick-fil-A? Um, I will forever be Team Chick-fil-A. So. Yeah, me too, to be honest, because I'm not a big Popeyes person. I know a lot of people are, especially here in New Orleans. Because if you love Popeyes and you live in another part of the country that is not New Orleans, I promise you, they are not as crazy about Popeyes is we are in New Orleans. Like, it's like some kind of a weird, like, thing here. Like, we're really into our fried chicken in New Orleans. Like, it's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, okay, I don't really care for Popeyes that much, but all right. Well, see, the thing about, like, Memphis, there's, like, four different chicken places. There's Popeyes, Churches, KFC. Yeah. And, um... Um, like Gus's chicken, which is chicken and waffles. Um, you know, so there's different places. I I don't like Popeyes just for the fact that it's more um, spicier than I like it. Even though like mild, is spicy. So um, I don't like spicy things. So I go with Church's. And I love Church's Biscuits. They have, like, these honey, like, biscuits, and they're so good. And I could, like, oh, mm, make me want to go get some. <laughs> Church's Biscuits. I don't think I've tried their biscuits. I'm yeah. I think I have. I know I've picked up Uber orders from there, but I don't think I've tried their biscuits. They're really good. I've had but... biscuits. You know why we've had biscuits in Nashville? When I went to Nashville, I, we went to, like, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Loveless Cafe. Oh, my uh, God. 
you need to go, like, I think it's Loveless, right? Am I right? Uh-huh. Yes. They have, like, the best biscuits in the entire world that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be fat for those biscuits. Like, they are that good. They are, like, melt-in-your-mouth biscuits. And what they come uh-huh. with is, like, the butter and the jam. So you guys got to go if you ever get the chance. Their biscuits are heavenly. They're really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. And they have probably the best biscuits I've ever had. They're far better yeah. than any fast food place. Yes. I mean, when I go to Nashville, I usually, you know, stop at um, White Castles at least four times. I, you know, then oh, depending yeah. on how White long Castle. we're up there. Like, oh, that was my jam. Oh, that was my jam back home in Chicago. Oh, yes. I love uh-huh. the little I Castle will, burgers. I will, uh, mm-hmm. The Crystal Burgers, they really, they come close, but not quite. Not quite. I know everybody thinks like they're like crystals. I'm like, uh, no, they're not. And I don't know if it's because, yeah. like, we don't have White Castles here. Like, the nearest White Castles I have is, like, three and a half hours away in Nashville. Um, and then there's one. Mm-hmm. And there's one, like, four and a half hours in Missouri. So I don't get them very often. So when I do get them, it's like, they're just so good. Because they're just hot and just melts in your mouth. And, oh, my God, they're so good. So Let's talk about how they're better than the frozen food aisle. Like, you have to go in person. You can't go to the frozen food aisle and get the same experience. Yeah. You just, it can't. It's not. It's not the same experience. Mm-hmm. It's like... You get maybe like five percent of the same experience. It's mm-hmm. not like you have to get like that. You have to get it hot. Like it's the same kind of taste, mm-hmm. but like getting them fresh from the actual place in person is so much better. Like there's certain foods I would be fat for again, and I'm telling you, White Castle is one of them, mm-hmm. hands down. Like they're little burgers. I just I love them. I like can eat a bunch. Not even playing. But like um, a dozen? Probably. <laughs> Half a dozen. Depends on how hungry I am. So, um Man, we used to because it was the one thing that um when I used to go to Minnesota to visit family, that was the one thing that we got to get in Missouri on the way there and on the way back. And we would eat on them, and, like, we'd have to take naps, and three hours later, and they were still fresh and still good, and, like, oh, my God. So we used to get, like, a case of, like, 30. It was very, oh, God. So the last time I was up in Nashville, um, I couldn't enjoy my White Castle because I was sick. You're welcome. I'm so mad. I was so mad. I'm like, I come up here and I can't even have White Castle because I'm not feeling good. Um, I had heat stroke, so I figured that's what I had. I had like a bug heat stroke, like all rolled into one. It was it was horrible. Like I was sick for like a whole month and a half. You know, the heat in yeah. the south is no joke. I will say that. I know Memphis gets hot, but, like, New Orleans gets really hot. And we've had, like, mm-hmm. advisories. 
yeah, we we, we literally have them. Mm-hmm. We have them every day, have, all day. Have them every day, all day. Some New Orleans, but I feel like Houston has New Orleans beat the heat because when I stepped off my air conditioned bus when I got to Houston, I was like hit in the face, oh. like it was like a punch to the face. Yeah. How intense the humidity was. I literally stood outside for maybe like a minute or two, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to go inside the Starbucks and wait for my friends to show up because, like, I literally can't take this. This is, like, so crazy to me because I was like, I'm used to the heat. I'm from New Orleans. It's fine. And then I go to Houston, and I'm like, oh, no, this is some kind of different kind of kind of heat. Like, it's, it's a different heat, Texas. yeah. It's a Texas heat. Texas heat ain't no oh. joke. Mm-mm. But, yeah, it, it's hot. You go outside and you sweat. Like, seriously, the difference between noon and midnight in most southern states is there's no sun. At midnight, there's no sun beating down on you. But there are times where you can walk out your door and you just drench. Just walking outside, just drenched. Yeah. It's hot. hot. I'm glad summer is is slowly ending. I mean, it's slowly ends here in New Orleans because we really don't have, like, four seasons. We We don't do winter. We do, like, summer with pumpkin spice stuff. And you might get a winter in, like, November, December, if you're lucky. We get what we say here (laughs) is, like, we get maybe, like, two weeks of winter, but not like, in a row, like, sporadic, one year here, one year there. Right, like, there was one year we got, like, there's been so many years that on Christmas, or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, it's raining, and it's, like, 70 degrees outside, and then there was one time where it was raining, it was, like, 40, like, most parents don't, um, they don't um, buy their kids Halloween costumes until, like, the week of Halloween because you never know if it's going to be hot or cold. And it's like, oh, it was hot last year. Well, the next year it could be, like, 20 degrees. Okay. Well, we're going with, you know, so a lot of times yeah. you see a lot of parents dashing to the store, <laughs> like, the week of Halloween because we never know, like, what the weather's going to be like. So, like, it was raining last year. It was, it was, it was not cold, but it wasn't hot, but it was raining last year. And those Gosh. kids were out in that rain trick-or-treating. And I was under an umbrella. Well, I'm about yeah. to be in the rain for, like, two and a half weeks, because in Costa Rica, it is rain season. It is rain all month long, it seems like, in September. Just rains all day. Every day, thunderstorm, it's like an 80% chance. And I'm like, well, that's definitely going to happen then, huh? So, <laughs> I think well. it's, like, it's more like on and off rain. I don't think it's like consistent rain. Like, it'll rain, like it'll rain, and then it'll clear up, and then it'll rain again. You know, like on and off all day. Like, it rained and it didn't stop for four months? Oh, I've, I've watched Forrest Gump way too many times. He's like, it rained and rained. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's almost ten thirty. Do you want to wrap it, it up, or we are going to have to wrap it up because unfortunately none of our ladies from Soap Party Four One One can join us. That doesn't mean we won't possibly be joining them. Maybe um, tomorrow night they're having a show. I think they usually start no, it's Sunday. No, what? they're having one tomorrow, tomorrow because of the football or something. Oh, I think that's yeah, yeah, They're yeah. doing this okay. special Saturday show because of football or some other reason that they can't have it on Sunday. So they're going to probably start at 7. You can follow them at So Party 411 on Twitter. They'll tweet out the time and everything. And then they're also, of course, on TalkShoe.com at So Party 411. You can follow them and find out when exactly they start, and they talk about all four soaps, and they do a wonderful job. They do recaps, and so I might pop in and join them tomorrow, because chances are I will still not have my car, and I will be here at home. I don't know. I miss my car. I miss Ubering, and this was not the time for this to happen when I have to go to Costa Rica and make extra money, but that's okay. The Lord provides. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to promote them, of course, um, and we love them. And then if you are an awesome, like, you're a liaison fan and you still think, like, they have a chance, like, kudos to you guys out there who are, like, ride or die for liaison and that you still believe that they have a chance of hell getting back together because I don't know if I trust that Frank will do it or not, but I'm really excited they have seen. Um, I try to post a little bit on the liaison net board Liaison at Scouring. Um, it's spell that. L I A S O N I T E S Gathering dot online. Um, that's the board there, and I actually just posted one of my old fanfics from like ten years ago uh, in the assorted section. It's called the Strength to Stay. Um, it's a two chapter one shot fix because I get writer's block. So I post there. I post about my show. There's lots of fan videos and fan art and all that kind of thing there. So you can check out the board if you want to talk about on all the time. It's a really cool board. I thought I'd just shout it out. Um, they just celebrated their 15th anniversary, and that's why I did a on video recently for them. Um, let's see what else I could do. I could shamelessly plug my own channel because I'm doing this top five ships thing, which Looking back now, Celia, I kind of wish I did do top 10, but I didn't want to commit to 10 videos because I wasn't sure if I could do it within, like, a reasonable amount of time. So, well, what anyway, I would do, what I would do is what do would your you five, do? your five, and then um, if you still have the list, do another poll right. and do that, those five, and then if you, don't, if you have whatever's left over, then you can do, like, three videos. I, I was actually because thinking of just taking the bottom five from the survey and figuring that would probably be my other bottom five, like if I had done uh-huh. a top ten. So I could do that too. Yeah. And I was definitely thinking of making like runner-up videos anyway because there's some that are so close that they tie for like the fifth place, the fourth or fifth place on the list that I'm just like, maybe I should just make a bunch of runner-up I videos so or something. Many. I don't know. You're like five, and I was like, oh, there's so many. Um, and then, like, what, what do you, you have like 20 what, what of them. Like, like 10 plus on that list. 
because I watched so many different shows that it was like, oh, my God. So I was trying to, like, pick yeah. shows, like, one from each of my shows. I was like, oh, my God, I hate her right now. And I don't even remember <laughs> the list now. Like, I don't. Okay, I'm like, you go oh back God. to the list, or I'll send you the list, whatever. And then, yeah, send know, me the list. Like, you can tell me what your what your top ten is, and then I'll have a better idea of maybe who to bid. Yeah. Because I have, what I wanted you to kind of celebrate my birthday is to have this top five ships project where you can vote. I put the survey link on my Twitter a while ago, but I can always tweet it again. But if you follow me at xcreativechrissyx on YouTube, you'll find me. And it's the top five ships project, and which, by the way, I'm super proud of just like that little fan video I did to Lover by Taylor Swift just because I'm like so into the album right now. So I know. But I put that out there and so I want you all to vote if you can. And I'm going to keep that open through like September because I'm not really like getting and posting again until like October when I get back from Costa Rica. And then my birthday collab is open and there's five parts left. And so I might have to just have the bidders who already volunteered to be in it to see if they can take another part because I still have five parts left and the deadline is October 6th but like I really want people to participate but if like nobody picks up more parts like I'm just going to have to have people pick up more parts because like there's still five parts open so I'm just inviting y'all to like collab with me and, and edit. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be couples I like it just has to be couples like, it doesn't have to be from my favorite couples list. It can be couples from the list of shows that I have in this document I linked in the description box. Because I'm familiar with a lot of shows in movies, and then you could bid, like, couples from those shows. So even if I don't necessarily, like, like follow that couple, like, I'll still let you bid them. So anyway, just let me know if you have questions you can tweet me about that. And then two weeks ago, I posted my first Stefan and Gabby video, which I threw together, like, on vacation. Like, literally, it I was amazing. Like, two hours. <laughs> it was good. I was like, man, I should throw videos together like this more often in two hours. And I already have another song I wanted it to Stefan and Gabby. So, yeah, they're already, like, number one, by the way, in the survey results for the top five ships project they're like literally and i think i voted for them a lot of people did because that was like the hot couple like they're beating out ben and sierra in my survey which i'm kind of surprised i thought ben and sierra would be up there they are but like they're not as high up on the list as i thought maybe as far as results but like stephanie gabby's like number one and i was like okay and i i kind of figured when i got like hundreds of views within like a few days i was like Okay, like I have videos that have been out for months and they don't even have a hundred views, and I've gotten hundreds of views in like two weeks on stuff in a Gabby video. So I obviously know that's that's what you guys want. So uh, I might even like not wait to the top five ship products. I just might keep making stuff in a Gabby videos. I'll see. Um, but I do have a lot of time, you know, flying to and from Costa Rica, so I may fit in some editing. Who knows? So that's it. That's all I'm going to shamelessly plug. So that that's that's about wraps it up. Unless you want to plug anything, Celia. 
Um, no. Okay. Nope. Not that I can think of. So we're good. Um, Y'all just keep me in your prayers when I go to Costa Rica. Uh, I'm actually doing like a breakout session for teaching leaders there about the landing and celebrate recovery, which is a ministry for teenagers, teaching teens to get over their hurts, habits, and hang up. So I'm preparing to do that. So I have the list now. Okay. You have a list. Are you ready? Um, Okay. All your favorites. Okay. So I'm going to just, I'm going to name you off this list. I'm going to just name you all the, all my favorite couples. Okay. So there was Griffin and Elizabeth. Griffin and Elizabeth. Jason and Elizabeth. Oh, Steph. Who and Elizabeth? Lucky and uh, Griffin. Oh, right. Griffin and Elizabeth. Lucky and Sam. Michael and Star. And, of course, Stefan and Gabby. Ben and Sierra. Eli and Lonnie. Um, Jake and Peyton, Will and Emma, Finn and Rachel, Puck and Quinn, um, Brandon and Callie, um, Dawson, uh, not Dawson, um, Ryan and Marissa, Seth and Summer, (laughs) um, Chuck and Blair, Matt and Rebecca, Elijah and Haley, um, Joey and Phoebe, um, uh, Oliver and Felicity, Max and Liz, Michael and Maria, Alex and Isabel, Luke and Laura, um, Jamie and Landon, Peter and Laura Jean. So basically, you like ninety percent of the couples I listed. Yes, correct. Yes, okay. um, I, Player, I couldn't keep then, up with everyone that you named off, but I yeah, I got a few of them. Okay, like a most so of them. You I like like ninety like percent of the couples five. I like. Yes, obviously. That's like twenty, girl. That's like twenty that you just listed. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I watch way too many shows. It's fine. Maybe. I watch a lot of shows own. too. Okay. Well, that said, um, going back to I think whatever I was saying before um, that came up. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, I was saying. I think I was talking about my Costa Rica trip because I am preparing to do a breakout session. And I'm going to do a little bit of it in my Toastmasters club. Y'all know what Toastmasters is. It's like you work on your public speaking skills and your communication skills and leadership skills. So a lot of it's like public speaking, which I'm getting over the fear of doing. So I'm going there to practice my speech that I'm basically going to do in Costa Rica in an abbreviated like 15 to 20 minute question and answer session on Wednesdays. Great for me because I get nervous every time I have to do that. Um, but yeah, so I'm flying out Thursday afternoon and I feel like I should like vlog about it on my phone. I don't know if people would be interested, but maybe. What do you think? 
I maybe maybe I should blog. I feel like being a YouTuber and blogging my mission trip. Yes. At least for Blog you. Your, At least for my um, friends. Costa Rica. Like, <laughs> for all y'all who care, maybe I'll put it together and I'll put it on my channel and then y'all can, can see. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it. So, join us on So Party 411 tomorrow if you can. I probably most likely going to be there at least at some point. I want to pop in and be there. And we'll see you all on Twitter and we'll see you next month. And of course, keep tuned to Facebook and Twitter and we'll let you all know. Mm-hmm. And of course, we'll be back next month for Miss um, Miss Thing over there, Christy's birthday. So My birthday is on the 15th. I know, October 16th. I'm getting old. I'm going to be 34. Woof. I'm already, I'm already 34, so I'm older than you. I'm getting old. Yeah. But yes, thank you for listening to us ramble for almost two hours. Two hours. <laughs> um, we appreciate it. Um, we love you guys. We appreciate you listening, um, calling in when we do have callers, listening on the on the chat or um, the podcast. There was a couple or, people who popped in on the chat. I saw guests two and four. So kudos to you guys for popping in a little bit. And uh, hopefully if you didn't listen to the whole thing, you can listen later because it will be up streaming on TalkShow.com for listening later as a podcast. So mm-hmm. there's that. There's that. All right. Good night, everyone, and we will see you next time. Night. Love you guys. Good night. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, Christy. Bye, Celia. Bye, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.